focus. All right, all right. Uh, Gogs, give give us some kind of intro. So Welcome to the movie. To the wait a minute. <laughs> this is scratch record, record scratch. You this might, is you, mu- you must be wondering how I got here. Yeah, <laughs> you and me both. So for as long as I to... could remember, I wanted to be in Elden Ring. <laughs> as long as I can remember, my name was uh, whatever Miyazaki's first name is. Uh, Hideo. Welcome, no. to the... Welcome to the killer crossover episode. The Allen Iverson of podcast. <laughs> We are talking about Movie the Podcast and a vague idea getting together to talk about From Software's latest and greatest creation, the shoe in bet for Game of the Year 2022. Oh, Mark yeah, your yeah, calendars. Yeah, there's no way. Elden what's gonna, Ring. What's going to beat it? Come on. It's what possibly, possibly game of the last game ever. It could possibly yeah. be yeah, the best I last am, game ever. It's, so, yeah, it's fantastic. But anyway... So, Bearing yeah, the lead, we're, we're talking. We're we're three big nerds. I three think, big nerds. I think all of us are are big Souls fans. Oh yeah, I am in the sense that I like them as a concept. Yeah, and I have only successfully completed one of them. You're also I a have, big Al Green fan. I hear. Oh, I have, huge. Yeah, I have. Yeah. I have personally. I have. I was late to the party. So here's my brief history with the Souls games. Sure. I bought Demon Souls. Same. Way back when on PlayStation what three, I guess that was. Yeah. And it was one of those games. It's funny because this doesn't really happen anymore. But Dark Souls came out, and I guess like nobody knew about it. And it was one of those games that like if you didn't buy like the first run, it was like hard to get a hold of for a little mm-hmm. while. Like I remember back in the PlayStation One days, Parappa the Rapper was like that. Like it came out. Nobody cared. I bought it, and then it was, like, impossible to find. But anyway, I bought Demon's Souls, didn't understand it, really never really played it. And then, like, it wasn't for years. Like, I'm talking, like, I didn't get into Dark Souls until Bloodborne came out. Yep. Really? And then, so, realistically, my first Souls game was Bloodborne, and I fucking adored it. And then I, like, a psycho, went back and played all the Dark Souls games. And I, I beat all of them. Uh, uh, did, hard, you, uh, did you really? Hot take. Dark Souls 2 is not as bad as everyone makes it out to be. No, it's I, not as I It's, it's not as good as 3 or 1, but it's certainly not bad. Also, I never went back and... and uh, so I didn't beat Demon Souls, but I do have the PS5 version now, which I will play... God knows when, eventually. But I will play it. Uh, but And I also, I forgot to mention Sekiro, uh, which mm-hmm. shockingly might be my favorite From game up to this point. I really? adored Seki- Sekiro. I played through that game. I So, I Gogs knows this, but listeners won't know this. I famously will not like replay games once i beat a game i feel like i'm just done with it like i he also doesn't eat leftovers i hate leftovers it could be related same I with a game you beat yeah, your how stomach could it, how could it not be related the you're only done with thing it, and once I, you're done with it you're done with it if it's like a narrative based game i don't feel the need to go back and play it again like something like borderlands is different because i feel like but that's, that's not really playing it again that's more like just ringing out a lot from more the like systems, diablo right? anyway but, yeah. like, generally speaking, if it's a narrative-based game, I play it once, I loved it, and then I never play it again. Sekiro, I played through literally four times in a row. I played through it once, it took me forever, then I got, like...
I mechanics work now. Maybe this game won't be so hard. Sure enough, like I fucking just monstered the whole game. Then I was still really charged up about it, so I played through it again. Like I couldn't, I could not stop playing that fucking game. And um, it sucks because the other thing about, uh, and I think everybody kind of probably experiences this. I can't be the only one. But there's a sweet spot when you're into a game and you know all the mechanics inside and out, and you know the oh, yeah. game inside and out. But like you stop playing it for a long period of time and then you go back to it and it's like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Cause apparently they've added like a boss rush mode and they've added like uh, like some kind of like time trial thing, which sounds really interesting, but now I'm like back to square one and I don't want to do that. So what about you, Nate? Yeah. Like uh, on, on second row first. Um, yes. There was nothing more satisfying than God, starting so- new game. Plus I started new game. Plus I haven't played it through a second time, but I play, I beat that game. I had like the word, like just that final fight was one of the most rewarding experiences oh that God. I have felt in my life. It getting me, through all four phases, is it? Or I, three it phases. took me something like, I'm ki- not kidding, like four, maybe four hours to fuck, like of nonstop playing to finally beat him. Yeah, like, yeah, like he, it oh my God. doubled the amount of time that like Orphan of Cost did in, uh, in it Bloodborne was in the fucking DLC. fucking insane. I was um, so frustrated. But, but, and we'll, we'll, I'm sure we'll get into this as it goes. But the reason that these from games are so rewarding is you put all this time in, and then when you actually beat the boss or get through the area, it's so fucking rewarding. Like it doesn't feel like any other game. Like yeah, it, feels it feels like, like you, you did a thing. Like yeah, you really it feels survived. Like you, ac- you accomplished. Something. You've achieved. You've achieved something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I really feel that way. Like a lot of people talk about why do you want to play these difficult games. It's because it really, like, it's rewarding when you beat them. Well, what like, is the... Yeah, they're when I, when like I talk about the From Software games, I, I like to I like to bring up the... Is it... One of you guys can correct me because I'll say it wrong, but... Sure. Uh, on The Simpsons, when they go to the Japanese game show, it's like, your culture rewards knowledge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We punish, punish ignorance. ignorance. <laughs> and yeah. that's what I feel like these games are all about. Like, when it you really, beat it... Like, you... The, I, I sorry. I started You're playing. Uh, I've Thank been playing you. the Demon Souls remake because uh, I'm like, and I'm like halfway through, and I've legitimately had this is my first run through it. I I I got into all of this. My buddy Ian was playing Dark Souls two, and I would just go over to his house and we'd like smoke pot and play video games, and I would just watch him play because I was because I was in a phase where I was like, I'm not really into video games anymore. Whatever. Like he's into this. What's that? eventually I end up getting. Right like Dark Souls 2, and I played it, and I was like, oh, this is cool. And then Bloodborne came out, and I was so into the Lovecraft aesthetic. Oh, and I played God. Bloodborne. Like, I yeah. played Bloodborne for so, like, I, the first time I beat it, I swear it probably took me, like, nine months because I was, I was, on one hand, enjoying every minute, and on the other hand, so, like, existentially terrified every time I booted it up. It's that the I was best just love- like. I mean, it's the best Lovecraft <laughs> video game ever made. Yeah. Like, it's not even close. Like, it, it 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 captures the essence of like what Lovecraftian horror is better than like things that are like explicitly about H.P. Lovecraft. Like, it's so perfect. Yeah, it's it's amazing. And so, like, I beat that game, and then I went back and I got uh, I got Dark Souls three. I beat Dark Souls three the first time. Then I got then they put out the Dark Souls uh, remaster. So yeah. I beat that. And then I was like, well, I got to go back and beat this Bloodborne DLC because I never got the DLC. So I went back and played it all the way through again with a new character, yeah. did that. And then I went back just during quarantine and replayed 
uh, Dark Souls 3 all the way through. And, like, I think the it DLC, was... Did you play the DLC for that? Because that shit was... Yeah, awesome. yeah. The Slave Night Gale was... Uh, Slave Night Gale was one of those fights yeah. where I was like, ah, oh, so relieved. You know, you go through that and it's such a slog and it's so... It's just so precise. You have to just know every single, like, pixel tick of oh, these yeah. characters to, to get out of the way. Um but yeah, like there's just nothing, there's nothing more satisfying than playing them. And I think what I really like about playing Demon Souls right now is that I feel like everything I've learned from all the other games makes it really easy because all yeah. you do to Gogs's point about being punished for being ignorant is if you don't just run into places, you can usually figure out how to solve the fight problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if all you want to do is like run in like it's a video game and bash things, you're going to get your ass handed to you every single time. Yeah. In a weird way, like a lot of times the way you approach fights in any from game is kind of like the like the I would like the puzzle elements This is going to be a weird comparison. But like a game like Hotline Miami is basically a puzzle game. Like it's an action game. It's a hundred percent a puzzle game. But you have to figure out how you're going to get through yeah. these levels. Like, and that's yeah. a lot like with Dark Souls. Also, Hotline Miami, amazing game. First, first and second one. Yeah. yeah what about you? What's your what's your connection to all the Souls so, games? So I bought. I had heard about Demon Souls uh, when it came out on PS3, and it, and I just heard everyone raving how it's like it's unlike anything we've ever played. And I was like, well, I got to try that. I remember calling around, I think I called around to no less than five GameStops in the area, and there was one copy at, like, a GameStop. It might have been this GameStop here in Ellicott City. Uh, and I was like, okay, I'll be there. Hold it for me. I'll be, LK no, no. Ellicott City here, well, yeah, okay. Yeah, you are in Ellicott City. I, yes. I, I, for some reason, I thought you said Eldersburg. I don't know. I'm very tired. But, so, <laughs> I, I pick it up, I pick it up, I come home, I boot it up. I play it. I get the the, the ever living shit kicked out of me repeatedly, and then I just you know I never really I never finished it. I I stuck with it until. But I'm fickle, right? Here's here here's a little fun fact about Gogs and video games. If I really like a game, I you know because I won't stop playing it and I'll beat it. If I yeah. like a game enough, I'll play it a lot. But then as soon as something new and shiny kind of floats by me, I'd be the easiest fish to catch. Like as soon as something <laughs> shiny floats by my face, I'm going to go, ooh, and then I'll try that. And then I will walk <laughs> away. And then I will be like, oh, I forget all the mechanics. I forget. I'm not going yeah. back to and then What yeah. we were just and, talking about, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. So I never beat, never beat Demon Souls. I picked up Dark Souls. I played that a good bit. I played more of the remaster. And I actually got to the point, that's the farthest Souls game I've made it through, and I've got to Smog and Ornstein or whatever, and that was where I fizzled out on that one. I came back to that, though, because I got... I bought a friend of ours. He didn't want his PS4 anymore. I bought my buddy's PS4, and he had Bloodborne. I was like, well... And Bloodborne was Forbidden Fruit, right? Because it only oh, exists. So, so good. It only exists on PS4. And I'm like, well, I gotta see what this is all about. And I... Like, like I said earlier, I could not stop playing that. Yeah. I played it religiously until I beat it. Nothing, no other game, no other game found its way into my rotation at that point. It was just, I'm playing Bloodborne until I beat it. And it's the only one of these games I've completed. Yeah. I played P, I played Dark Souls 2 and 3, never to completion. I started, 
unfortunately, I was like, I need to get geared up for Elden Ring because ever since I've heard about this, I, I pre-ordered this back in October, and ever and then I was like, I need to get I need to get ready for this because I know what the gameplay loop is. So I got Sekiro on sale and I started playing that and oh, I was sort so of good. I was sort of falling in love with it. Yeah, and then this showed up and now. I guess once I'm done with Elden Ring, I will come back and revisit Sekiro. But yeah. so I can't. I don't really have like these stories that you guys have of like, you know, of conquering these other games. Oh, it's all but right. that being said, I mean, this I isn't will, about I, all the other From games. We were just kind of giving. Well, I, some, some I will up. counter with, I did have that kind of moment with. I forget if it was Ninja Gaiden or Ninja Gaiden Black oh, God, for the yeah. Xbox. Hell yeah. Those games, impossible. I don't know if you guys played those games. <laughs> Did you ever play Neo, which is like a fusion of that game and Dark Souls because yeah. it's made by Team Ninja? It's they're fucking great. Those Neo games are fantastic. Well, I forget it was Ninja Gaiden or Ninja Gaiden Black, but oh one wait, of them we, had we played boss... Neo. I think we played Neo together yeah. a little bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There was there was a boss. The final boss fight in Ninja Gaiden was impossible. It was it was like it was like a Souls game. It was like punishingly hard. If you missed, if you were off by a frame, like I knew. So here's the thing: I got through the first three phases of it, thinking I beat it, and then there was a fourth phase, and then I knew how many times it could heal, how much damage I could do. I knew that if I got hit, if I got hit in the first two phases, I wasn't beating. You were done. The second I got touched, I was like, just restart and try again. And I stuck with it. I pounded it out, and I loved that game. And that had the until, and that was back in that was original Xbox. That was all, yeah, a while. Um, so so once like these Souls games came out, I was like, okay, I'm, I know a little bit about some punishing gameplay. Maybe well, not as punishing, I, but I, I know think, a little bit. I think there's a lot of a lot of people mention the Ninja Ga- uh, Gaiden games when they talk about like dark souls and like the essence of like really punishingly difficult like a game. hard game well the original ninja gaiden's for nintendo we're hard game every nintendo game was like every fucking impossible yeah you can't save it's a hard game <laughs> yeah um, but like i i don't know so, so that's kind of my history with this the souls games but like like to to talk about what we're here to talk about oh my god i, I want to just bring up well, I think we can't. I don't think we can talk about, about talking about a love of Skyrim. How about we? Skyrim. Yeah. How about we start? Let's try to keep it like sort of structured. Let's start off with like first impressions. Like you booted up. What did you think? Like, uh, I my impression was as soon as I got out into like let's say as soon as I got out into the world. Also, I should have let Nate host this. He's much better than I am. Oh, oh no. <laughs> it's structured. I mean, he but... is. But... We're, we're is. rotating. Yeah, right. We're all yeah. rotating hosts. It's good. <laughs> But uh, when I first booted it up and got into it and started, you know, got once you got into the world, I'm just like, it's just gorgeous. Like, it is, this might be, this is like, like, you know how we talk about when we see matte painting backgrounds in movies? Oh, and yeah. we're like, this was like, this is high art. There was a moment when I was playing this game where I just sort of stood in the back. I just sort of stood there and stared at the sky and the moon. Oh yeah, for like yeah. five minutes. Yeah. yeah, the weather and like the the day and night cycle in this is like super cool. Uh, can I ask you guys a question right off the bat? Sure. Did you guys miss the tutorial like dungeon in the opening? Because I did. I oh I in did. the pit. Yeah, I, I did like, not no. because I listened to the instructions that said like knowledge is down below. Yeah, I did. So I, I t- went for it. 
I totally missed it. And you then always got to listen to a ghost in a chair. Yeah, yeah. I, I watched some playthrough, and they're like, oh, there's a tutorial dungeon. And I'm like, what? Like, I totally missed but it. But you know what? Like, You don't really like, get from... anything from it, though. So. Yeah, but from like a, from a gameplay standpoint, right? That's yeah. absolutely fucking brilliant. Because like when I come back and play this game again, which I will, I can yeah. already tell I will, I'll just walk right by it. That's your spring but... training. Right, but yeah. my first but my first time through, that was very helpful. Yeah. Like, yeah. Most yeah. of the mechanics are the same. Also but, kind of unprecedented in a, in a uh, from game to have yeah, normally any sort of tor- tor- tutorial. They, well, you've usually... got a, well, no, there's always a tutorial. Yeah, there's always Every kind of an of entry level that, that ends with a boss that's supposed to kill you. But like, yes, but oh, it's never been. Not, it's I haven't never seen it yet, but you know, like, some motherfucker has beaten that first boss. Like, no, they have. No. Yeah, they I'm have. not. Yeah, it yeah. Like, apparently, it you get sam- like the twin swords and something else. From as soon them. as somebody did as it with as a samurai. As soon as I got killed by that, I was like, I bet you there's somebody that got like no hit killed. That they did thing. it with a samurai, and they did it with the longbow, and they cheesed it, and then then afterwards the fall the the ground falls out from under you, and you know, uh, yeah. so you're not gonna live through it. Yeah, that's oh. like in uh, Sekiro. You know, before when uh, what's his name cut your arm off? Yeah, yeah. like you can actually like win that fight. Oh yeah, that yeah, was my winnable. that was yeah. what I was gonna say. Yeah. Like my new game plus achievement of beating him. Like I yeah. started and I was like, I've got the timing perfect, and I just blocked every single thing he threw at me. And just, yeah, because yeah. and he, still he he plays off. exactly the same as he does like later in the game. So if you like remember his like how he does things and that little jump you have to do when he does a sweep. Oddly enough, there's a a boss. I, again, like it's all from so. There's the one of the first bosses I came across. He's in a cave that's like not far from where you first uh, show up. He's like Beast Man something or other. I forget his name, but he has very similar attack. Like he has he has that swipe attack that's just like the like that character in uh, Sekiro. And to beat him, you have to jump over it and then like if you that uh jumping slash yeah you do the down thing yeah and like it not they they have one thing that I I wish they put in there and I don't know why they did didn't all the enemies have a stagger meter just like or a posture meter whatever you want to call it boys just like in Sekiro but you don't see it it's not represented anywhere but when you break it that's when they get like days and you can go in for like a like a super killer attack yeah yeah anyway sorry yeah Yeah, I I think like go ahead sorry go ahead Nate I said um, my first impressions. What were yours? Yeah, I I think like my my first impression was kind of just what we've sort of been saying. Like this is a beautiful blend of everything that they added in Sekiro that wasn't in the other Souls gameplay, and yeah. it adds up to this really. I mean, one, it's a beautiful game. Like when you when you see that tree in the distance the first time, amazing, and then just like I don't know the 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 open worldness of it for me makes it even more sort of dread filled because in a in a regular in a regular souls game it's like it's kind of claustrophobic there's a narrow path you know that you pretty much are going to fall to your death in either side of this thing and you just have to push your way through and this is like hey go anywhere you want there's death everywhere good luck there's like there's no verticality in dark souls games like you really also true yeah well not not jumping not sekiro but like everyone other than sekiro like so that's a yeah that's an interesting take, Nate, because I had the exact opposite conversation. Well, not opposite, but I, I had a different take on the exact same thing you said yesterday to my friends. I was like, when I'm playing, when I was playing Bloodborne, Dark Souls, any of those games, right? I am, I'm sitting on a pile of souls. And I, I know they're runes of this game, but I call them souls. 
everywhere. Right. I'm sitting on yeah. a pile of them, right? And I'm just like, I got to get to the next checkpoint. I got to get to the next checkpoint. I got, and I'm just waiting. And we were we were having a conversation. Basically, you walk into a room sometimes, and something doesn't jump out at you, and you expect it to, and you're like, okay, yeah. and you kind of you don't know. Like this game, it's open worldness, and I'll frankly say it's generousness as far as checkpoints and save points and fast travel. I love the open worldness, but I also feel I don't feel as like I feel like I get to choose it's still punishingly hard in the combat at times, but I get to choose when I want to engage a lot more as yeah. opposed to being forced to engage in the Soulsborne games where it's like I gotta walk down this hall no matter what. There's no other way for me to do this. I have to walk down this hallway. I yeah. will get jumped. I will get I will die and I'll have to make it back here. In this game, like once I got the horse, I just started riding around places. And if I tagged into something that seemed a little too tough right now, I was like, I marked it on my map. I was like, I'll come back for you later. Yeah. And then I, I can go, like, I've seen dragons I've had I had to fight. I've got into yeah, I haven't, parts I have of this game. I have not fought that fucking dragon yet. I ride right Which past. one? The one, the one in, in front the, of Rhea Lucaria? The one in the big, fu- the one next to the bridge in the, in the I forget that, that region. But there's like, it's close to that. Uh, it's close to that first like f- like uh, fort you come across where you get your uh, the thing that you can uh, attach ashes of war to. Mm-hmm. It's like to the east of that. In that well, it, big lake, yeah. there's a dragon that shows up, and that thing uh, wrecks shit. And I haven't fought him. Yeah, yet. yeah but I I love the fact that I can be like, okay, not yet, not now, and I can choose when I'm going to engage in the horror. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, a that's good point. Fair. I mean, I, I think that, like, my, uh, just my inherent uh, inability to make decisions makes it more, <laughs> yeah. like, that causes dread for me, because I'm like, oh, I always liked that there was a path, and it's just like, well, just, you have to get through this, and now I'm like, oh, okay, I'm at a, I'm at a crossroads, well, and I, I can go any one of these directions, and I and, don't know which way to go. Oh, on, on, uh, on that note, about how there's a path, that path is fucking misleading as shit, because, like, they give you these points of grace or whatever. And if you follow that path, it takes you to the first boss. And Mm -hmm. if like, I think most people myself definitely is one of them. I followed the path and I kind of skirted a little ways here and there and did a few mini bosses, but I was like, well, it's telling me to go this way. So I'm going to go fight. So I thought I'd be ready to fight this boss. Mm -hmm. I can tell you right now, I probably put about 18 hours into this game and I'm at level I guess I'm at probably level like 30 something and I am still, I'm not confident I can beat him if I fight him now. Like I'm not, I I might be able to, because I have, I'm pretty powerful right now. And I have like a plus three sword and I got some, like, I just found this ashes of war. That's called like bloody strike. That seems like massively overpowered. Like uh, it takes a little bit of your health though. Yeah, but do you, have you gotten it yet? It yeah, does yeah. so much fucking damage. Oh, it does a big it does big boy I, damage. I did I ki- have you killed any of those guys in those ever jails yet? The I haven't killed one of the ever jails. I I've I've lost to them every time. So I killed the first one with three hits from that bloody slash. I hit holy him three smoke. times with that and he died. And I was like, holy shit. But yeah, okay. uh but anyway, my point is is that if you follow that path, and again, that is the intuitive thing to do because that's where it's telling you to go they it it is going to punish the fuck out of you because there is no like i I say there's no way if you're a normal person there's no way you're going to be able to beat godric like i know that there's probably soul psychos that can beat him with like a club and naked but like you haven't seen that video yet no i I, someone has a video of their 
They're in. Like, they're, Howard they're is in, so good. They're in their underwear. Yeah, and they literally parry. They parry every one of his attacks. I can't. Pa- I, okay, so point of order in mm. any of the Souls games, I suck shit except for Sekiro, because that is kind of how you play that game. But like the the Dark Souls parry, I am so bad at it. I cannot ever get it to work. Bloodborne like I, was the only one where I could parry. Well, Bloodborne's also a little different because it's faster. It, it it rewards you to be a little bit more aggressive. And Sekiro feels more like a rhythm game. Like once you kind of get the yeah, the timing down of the slashes, it's not that it's not that hard. But with with Dark Souls, it's like you make that stupid like like kind of backhanded like slashing move with your shield, and the timing is so weird. And I never know when to really do it. I I've never been able to parry very well in, in these. And games. you can also only parry with the shields that have that Ash of War on it. Yeah, that's game. correct. Right, yeah. right. Which is interesting. The whole uh, the Ash of War customization thing. I is love a, it. So, can we talk? Well, do we? If we all talked about first impressions, I would like to just. I I, I just want to say one quick thing okay. about first impressions. Um, the intro cinematic, whatever you want to call it, it was really more like um, you know, paintings or whatever that they were telling the story. It from has like the greatest sense of like telling a story. Where I have no fucking idea what's going on, but it all sounds so fucking interesting that I want to read every item description. I oh, want to yeah. know what's going like, I, and I, I guess he's a boss in the game, but I cannot wait to fight the loathsome dung eater, like yeah. whoever the fuck that is. Like, it, but the like the voiceover was great, and the 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 images, the artwork that the, the artists that they got to to make this game. Like I thought those paintings were amazing. Like the one that was like, and I guess the girl that's in the um, what do you call it? The round table is one mm. of these people because she says it. But the the like deathbed companion, like that, oh, the, image, the girl that gives you a hug. I love her. Yeah. Oh my gosh, the best. <laughs> but yeah, I think like what's great about these games in general, but especially culminating with this, is it's like they've always been sort of a. a they're like a literary blend and a cinematic blend with video gaming in every in every way. Because to play it well, to to get good, is really to learn how to read a video game in a way that you're not accustomed to. Yeah, like, absolutely. The the traditional way to win a video game is to just get the best weapon and go blast through everything and don't worry about what it's doing because you'll hit it harder, faster, and it won't matter. But in this, in any of these, but especially in this, like you watch the flow of movement of the thing you're fighting and it may take you 10 minutes to fight something off, but if you're patient and you're willing to sort of like, you know, learn it and read it out and everything, it, it becomes a really, a really, yeah, in, no. uh, that's, a, that's an interesting way experience. to put it, but you're right. You're totally right. Like, even though I finally won with that bloody slash thing and I definitely cheesed him, I think, like, it's only natural, even when you play these games all the time, it's only natural to get frustrated and just, like, fucking charge in there and just try to get hits in. And you're like, wait a minute. That's not what this game is asking you to do. You well, need but, to... but then but then sometimes it works. Like, sometimes yeah, sometimes like, that's all you can do. Aggression, <laughs> like, it wants you to be, like, yes, yeah. do this. But I think, like, it, it's an interesting thing because, like, and again, like, these games aren't new, but it's still an interesting thing to kind of look at and observe. Because, like, most video games, like, you go to, like, a Devil May Cry. Well, that thing rewards you for just having super precise, just, like, 
hit, 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 mm-hmm. hit, 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 hit. You know, God of War, same idea. And I'm not saying those mm-hmm. games are bad. I love those games. And like, uh, I, me and Sean have been talking about Metal Gear Revengeance like crazy lately. Oh yeah, uh, which is an awesome game. But like, it's great. It's just interesting. It's an interesting philosophy to go. Well, it's not about getting as many hits. It's about getting the right hits. Like, yeah, I just yeah, that's, that's and that's really what it is, right? It's like it's closer to it's closer to playing Mike Tyson's Punch Out than it is to playing. Streets of Rage, right? Yeah, like, yeah, absolutely. That's a good way to put it. But um, but yeah, I loved the game right from the start. Like, I loved the lore, how they set it up, and I like, I I just I love their writing style. I know a lot of people like like harp on it and say it's too like esoteric or whatever, but I think it's really cool. I think it makes, you know, I have what the fuck is going on outside? Um. I have a real like I I I also uh, I think I'm the only person in the world that hated Breath of the Wild. Like I can't stand that fucking game. I found it incredibly boring. And this game is everything I wish Breath of the Wild was because like one the combat is interesting and two like its storyline kind of unfolds as you want it to whereas like Breath of the Wild had no fucking storyline. Like you know this it's the same goddamn boring ass Zelda story they've told for 30 years. And I just, I, I don't know, like, I think that the, it, this game is, like, perfect for me. Like, it, it feeds you just enough. Like, you meet a new NPC, and, you know, their first dialogue option is kind of basic, and they just explain, like, who they are or what they're doing. But then if you keep talking to them, they'll give you shit. You know what I mean? Like, that one guy that looks like Santa Claus, like, I just happened to come back to him and asked him about the the howling I heard in the misting wood. And he started, he gave me an emote to find whatever is in this wood. And it's like shit like that, like little, little trinkets. It's almost like it's, it's storytelling. It's, it's RPG mechanics, even in your storytelling, you know? Like, yeah, it's immersive, R- right? Like the RPG world feels you, alive. It rewards you for taking your time yeah, and actually exactly, listening exactly. and like, not just, okay, I checked the box. Like you got to talk to someone two or three times with no prompt to make you do so. Like, no one ever says, go back to Steve and ask him about Yeah, It's just you going, is there anything else you got to tell me? And then yeah. they're like, oh, yeah, oh, by the way. Also, there's no quest logs. So, like, there's definitely, like, there's a guy in the, the, the roundtable thing who's like, if you, find my, if you find my companion, bring her here. I'm pretty sure I've run into her, but I don't remember where. And I'm like, fuck. I can't remember, like, and I yeah. I could be wrong because all their names are kind of you know it's fantasy. Their so names are all silly. Yeah, yeah. their names are all kind of insane. <laughs> well, except for Kenneth. Have you guys met Kenneth yet? I've met. Oh Kenneth. no, not yet. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, Kenneth isn't a silly man. I'm just Kenneth. waiting to meet Patches again. Oh, I met him already. Uh, all spo- my friends spoilers. found Patches. Spoilers. I have not found him yet. Uh, do you want me to tell you where he is? No, I'll find him. Yeah, no, no, no I'd thing. rather. It's more fun to have him. You can all, well, I'll surprise. tell you this, like, you can almost, like, he's a boss fight, and there comes a point where you can kill him, so like, I think if you kill him, you get some kind Plus of Plus seven set. spear. Yeah, but I didn't oh, want to nuts. kill him, he seemed, like, so pathetic, I was like, I'm not gonna kill you. Well, my <laughs> friend did it by accident, they were so OP at the time, like, they just, they basically, they basically killed him through his little begging for mercy speech, like, oh, they took yeah. him down, they took him down from aggressive to dead without repentant. Um, yeah. Um, but... Yeah, that shit. But one, rocks. one of the things I wanted to talk about was some of the quality of life things about this game compared to other Souls games that I think are just like I hope they never get rid of. Like, uh, 
like the kill a pack of monsters and that refills your flask. Yes. Yeah. The oh, various, I really like that. The various flasks and the flask well, allocations. You know, I, I haven't got to this point yet, but you know that mechanic doesn't work when I guess when you get to some of the legacy dungeons. Oh really? And shit like that. Yeah. That, well, that only makes works. Sense. I don't think it works. Yeah. I don't think it works in any dungeon. Yeah, but it, it definitely it works in the, in the overworld. Yeah. In the overworld it works, which I really like. And yeah. and I love I love the flask mixing mechanic i think that's wonderful yeah um, well and it's nice to be able to do it at the uh at the bonfire rather than having to go to the blacksmith to have that done because yeah. that allocation thing was always so like at least this yeah. way you can go oh hey the thing i'm getting into i'm really gonna need a lot of magic for but i can probably keep my distance and and cheese right. from from somewhere yeah, yeah. so it, it gives you that that kind of thoughtful strategy um yeah i have to bounce i'm sorry guys oh yeah sorry gotta, 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 gotta go yeah, yeah. No, no, no. This was great. Thank you so much yeah, for having for me. And, like, I can't wait to listen here. to the rest of this uh, when it comes out. Yeah. Oh, it's just going to be us just fawning over it, but you yeah. take care. Hey, I'm brother. into it. I'll, wait, I'll, hold on, I'll hold listen on. to you before fawn. Before you go, yeah. before you go, real quick, what class did you, are you playing? Yeah. I'm oh, man. So uh, right now I have I have a prophet and I have a prisoner and I've gotten equal uh, this distance guy's got with both of them. going on. So I'm, and I'm debating whether to just do a samurai because I'm like trying to decide if I want to do this like magic thing or if I just want to tank it out a little bit. Like, if if you want to do a tank, I'm a vagabond and I'm tanky as fuck. Yeah. I'm, I'm a prisoner and I'm, I'm enjoying it. Nice. See, and I was enjoying the prisoner too because I actually beat the tree sentinel with the prisoner like right out of the gate. Oh, I did not, I, I did not beat him out of the gate. But I, was, yeah, uh, I still haven't fought him. But yet. I mean, I, I cheesed the hell out of it. Like I hopped yeah. up on that ruin and I was just firing the one magic at it until, oh, yeah. you know, and four flasks full of magic refills. And you, you get there if you're patient and willing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right on. Well, hey, Those... love you guys. And I'll, uh, right, I'll, I'll, I'll talk to you later. Yeah, we'll, man, we'll play this game sometime together. Thanks for stopping by. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, we, we didn't we get into it, it but, Steam? but the, no, I think Nate's got it on PS5. I got, right? I got it on the five, but Ooh. you know, I, I will it, say that the multiplayer is a little like a little confusing, but, but we'll, yeah, I don't really understand hard. how to do yeah, it. Yet, I don't but understand it at all. In any case, oh, it's a challenge. I, I'm in, yeah. I'm in y'all's neck of the woods now. So we should all yeah. hang out in yeah, person. Now that the Rona's 100, I'm fewer. Yeah, definitely. All right, brother. All right. See you guys. See you, dude. Good night, pal. So anyway, uh, now it's time for real massage. (laughs) No, it's time for the after hours. We got we got got sexy ass Nate off the podcast. We got to get the ugly boy's opinion. Yeah, Uh, shit, piss. (laughs) uh, Big no. Do do any of these fuckers ever? (laughs) I'm not trying to ruin anyone's Not trying to ruin anybody's day. Not trying to make it worse than it was. But do any of these? Fuckers. <laughs> oh, I should make a character that looks like Tim Robinson. Oh my god. That'd be the character customization in this game. Very good. Tremendous. Much better than it has been in past games. Uh all right, so what class are you running right now? That's a, I am that's a, a prisoner. That, so I'm a prisoner and I've gone very heavy into magic. What is the prisoner good all good from off the, the jump? The, the prisoner off the jump is your it's the closest thing you're going to get to a spell blade kind of character. Okay. It has its top two, I think its top two stats are dexterity and intelligence. Okay. You start with a with a rapier, basically, an S-stock, mm-hmm. and and a, a magic focus, and you have... What is a, a magic focus? 
Uh, it's a, a wand, a staff oh, that allows oh. you to cast spells. And so you can you can do a little slashy, do a little stabby. So you do little... wield, you don't you don't block in that that you, class. You don't, but I have I've sort of reverted to I keep a shield in one hand all the time, and then on my right hand I either flip between a, a magical spell blade, which I found, which scales with my intellect, so I do more melee damage with intellect, oh, the, the more intellect cool. I get, or my spell focus. So I'm either casting, I'm either cheesing you with magic. Or stabbing you in the Damn, back. Damn, that sounds awesome. It's See, a lot of fun, but I am squishy. I am a glass cannon. Like yeah. I have no health, and if I get caught looking, I am a dead man. See, because I am, um, I'm a vagabond. I picked the yes. vagabond class because it. Looking at their starting stats, is like okay, they're they're very high strength. They look like a DPS class. That's generally what I like. I like I like heavy damage. I like the tank. That that's yeah. That's always the characters I pick in these games. I don't know why. I just like, I like the 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 great swords. I like I like swinging once and doing like massive damage. Now you can like, can the vagabond do some dumb? Sh- is the vagabond the one that can do the dumb shit? Like they could they could end up with a great axe in both hands, like yes. like a Diablo style barbarian. Yes. And it doesn't take much because you they already start with such high strength. You don't have to put too many points in to get. Like See, I got. So in the first, the first little guard camp that you come across, yeah, uh, I, 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 I don't, I'm, I'm bad with remembering all the goddamn names, but you know what I'm talking. It's like Stormfront Ruins, I think, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a chest on the left hand side, and that has a great sword in it mm-hmm. that I use still to now. I, I've yeah. used it through the whole thing. I, it's a plus three now that I have it at, but that thing like kills and. If you uh, two-hand it, it doubles its damage, which is oh, fucking yeah. insane. Um, but also, I have a pretty ridiculous shield, and you need high strength to carry those. And the guard counter in this game is kind of the it's 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 kind of what the uh, whatever that Bloodborne thing was the the parry move where you you did yeah. like insane you expose damage. them and yeah. The guard counter in this game is ridiculous, and if you time it right, it does massive damage. And you parry, you can you you couple that with doing the jumping strikes and the charge attacks, and I'm oh, just yeah. wrecking shit. The only problem is, is I'm still not at a point like I'm still fat rolling. Like my character was fat rolling from the jump with all his armor and his heavy swords. So like so you need I, more endurance is what you're saying. Yeah, well, I put tons in, but it's still like, I need to put in tons more to get to at least a medium mm. roll. I think I need like five more points to get to a medium roll, but yeah, anyway. see, my guy's a, my guy's a medium roll. I would love to be a light roll kind of guy. I'm medium rolling my way through it. But like I'm saying, if I get touched, it's over. But like, I haven't, I, I'll be honest. I haven't really missed rolling. I kind of replaced, rolling with jumping in this game i feel like i jump out of danger a lot more than i used to roll like i Here's don't a roll... dumb, like this is the first from game with jumping well not i mean Sekiro had it but this Sekiro like, had it yeah but like bloodborne didn't no but yeah and none of the not, souls games have ever had that's it. not dumb at all but yeah that was a big deal like none yeah, of them like, Sekiro had it and that was it i i just i don't know there's so many mechanics about this game that I'm just thoroughly enjoying. I love the ability to summon the spirits. Oh my god! I love. So which ones have you gotten so far? I've gotten. I'll look right now. Uh, I the ones I've been leveling up are the wolves. 
which is it's the lone pause. Wolves, so you've which, come across on a mechanic that I. How do you level them up? Do you want me to tell you? Yes, I am. Okay. Spoiler <laughs> alert. I'm at yeah. the spoiler alerts for those. I know you. there's like some NPC I think that can do it, but so you're gonna come across this young lady in the woods. I found her. She's okay. in a shack, she, right? She's right. She's before, in a shack. She's and right she's like the, everyone's been slashed to pieces and grafted right onto Godric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I've I've met her already. So you talk to her a bunch, and you talk to her once. Then if you talk to her again, she gives you the jellyfish spirit. I've done that. She gave them to okay. me, yes. If you what? go back to her, there'll be a, a seed there to upgrade your flask. So you should go back there, because she'll be okay. gone now. Uh-huh. The next time you go to the round table... She'll be there? She'll be there. Oh, but okay. she's going to say, I need to find a purpose in life. Then she's like, well, maybe I wish I could be as useful as Master Hewig, the blacksmith in the round table. Who then is, you go talk who to is a Hewig. prisoner of the round table, which I, did you, did you listen yeah. to any of his dialogue, which is kind of interesting? Like he's yeah. chained to the, the round table or whatever. Right. Yeah. So, so he's all like, you know, there's basically, you need to go through like three or four interactions. Okay. That basically sets these two up on a, a, a date, but a date based on uh, a profession. Interesting. And then she will become, she will eventually evolve into becoming the person that can level up your spirits. What currency? Well, it's not currency, but what what do you need to level up this? Grave glow wart. So if you look uh, at your item crafting, I've, your materials. I, okay. Yeah, I've come across. If you look the... at the grave glow warts, mm-hmm. those are what you need. Um, and ghost glow wart. Those are what you need to upgrade your spirits. And right now, my wolves are at a plus three. So okay. right now I use damn that's, the... that's sweet because I have them just at their regular starting level and they fucking own like they, oh, they are ass. yeah so I've got wolves oh my goodness gracious so I've got the following creatures I've got wolves I've got just a shambling group of nobles I got them too I got the jellyfish uh, I have. Did you get uh, that useless mage that just I got like, the useless mage he, like towers and like doesn't do anything. <laughs> He just shoots like uh, one shoots, attack. <laughs> he shoots one attack. Uh, I've got him. I've got the stone gremlin things. Oh, I haven't gotten them yet. And I've got you, are those the, the same stone gremlin things that you fight in the, the dungeon with the in bleeds in the, in the catacombs. Suck. Oh my god, the fucking bleeding yeah. in this game it kills me. So there's I got those, and then I got the there. I would call them goblins, but they have a different name in this game. They call them. They call them demi-humans. Well, that's like demi-humans is like so. The lore of this game is that like the the like main guy had children with some immortal that that sight of Merrick or Mara or whatever. Yeah, she's like the mother of all these people, right? Yeah, or this yeah. mother of this the world. Demigods, like like that guy, that first guy you fight is a demigod, Godric. Yeah, yeah. Also, his his right? like, I think child. I think like literal child i think is like but uh his design is so fucking cool with like all the grafted like arms all over oh him yeah and shit oh my god like yeah he's I, have you, so have you fought him yet yeah and he fucking destroyed me i i fought him way too early and he I, and i there's like two summons like right next to this thing and i was like oh i'll be fine i'll just summon these oh yeah i fucking got annihilated did you get to his phase two no, I couldn't get past his face. What he fucking again? I fought him 
I was like level thirteen. I had no business fighting him at all. But you got through. You got past the. You got past Margit, and you didn't fight him. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I didn't get past Margit, oh. not Godric. Excuse okay. me. God, Margit is the one with the arms, right? No. Well, they both. So they they both they kind both of have the arms. same realm with this yeah. grafted shit. Margit's the first guy. He's got like the scorpion tail, and he jumps around and fucks you up. Yeah, uh, he's Godric. the first guy you come across in Stormvale Castle. Yeah, he That's is. Margaret. He is, okay, I have not. Fought, he is the first. Got the Godric he is, yet? He is the first DPS check of this game. Yeah, like you got to get through. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and the nice thing though is right. It's not hard to kind of grind your way up in this game. What's going to be impressive is the people that are going to do this game with like. There's going to be you know give it a year. You're gonna you're gonna people with like putting those runs out on Twitch, it's like I beat Elden Ring with, you know, no level up. Or it's I beat probably Elden already Ring happened, yeah. With a twenty with a twenty level max. Like I'm I beat, currently I beat, I beat Elden Ring without going to any sites of grace. I never like, saved. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, like, I never got the horse the whole time. Yeah, like I'm at level I'm at level fifty currently. God damn. Like and I am getting destroyed on the regular. Like I have only made it past those guys. And that's it. Like and I'm still trying to figure out where in this world I'm supposed to go next. And I love it. I also love that it's almost, it's kind of lost the Metroidvania kind of feeling of the other games for more of a so, Skyrim. So did you, I'm sorry, but did you go through, so did you go through Stormvale Castle already? Yes. Well, so, I did, but I went around it first. Oh, I see. I went around it and explored a bunch of places. I was able to get more map open i was able to level up more magic i didn't go back and actually fight in stormvale castle until i was pretty strong because i've heard that stormvale castle is very much like a regular dark souls level like stormvale castle is yeah and it and it but it's 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 nice in a way because it's still got ample spots for grace and like places to level up and like hide and recoup and mm-hmm. do whatever. And it's got multiple paths that you can kind of find and explore and shortcuts. It feels like a normal Dark Souls level. So, and that's what I think a lot of this game is. You you have a Skyrim kind of overworld. And I I, I wanted to bring this up to to Nate when Nate was saying like his like his horror in this game. What what brings him the dread? is not knowing where to go. And I, the first time I ever played Skyrim and they just drop you in the middle of the map, like, okay, figure it out. Yeah. That's like the same vibe in this. It's like, you can kind of just, no one's going to hold your hand. And then to your point, like if you follow the, the sort of like the, the starry oh, yeah. night breadcrumbs. Yeah. You'll get fucked. <laughs> like, well, here's the thing. If you go to different zones. Yeah. The breadcrumbs will lead to different places. Oh, I see. Yeah. So they're not going to always point you to... If you're in Limgrave, they're going to point you to Stormvale Castle. But yeah. if you're not in Limgrave, oh, they point will you point see. you to the boss of that zone. Oh, I see. Because there's so, also, like, I guess to the uh, to the east, there's, like, a whole other area that, like, is, like, super high level that I haven't oh, I, oh, yeah. No, Kaladin. I just yeah. drive, yeah, DJ Khaled. <laughs> I went through there. I went through there just to check it out. Yeah, and it's ball. I, I I came I came across a bunch of dragons. The place <laughs> was a nightmare. A bunch of dragons. <laughs> a bunch. I got to the point where I was finding dragons as regularly as I would find regular enemies. I was like, oh my God. I shouldn't be here. <laughs> yeah, right. Now here's the other thing, and I I fucked up. I fucked up. 
I went and I I was Googling something about the game. Yeah. And like the map keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger, right? And I was like, okay, well, I think I've got an idea for the scale of this game's map and world. Yeah. And then I saw some screen, unintentionally saw some screenshot. And you're like, oh, no. <laughs> and I, this world is probably three times bigger than I thought. Wow. I've heard that this game has 80 bosses in it, if you count all of like the small bosses. Good God. Like, it, it is, this game is massive. Yeah, well, I think like a lot of the reviewers that I was watching before it came out, or like right, like right when it came out, they were saying like conservatively, it's like a hundred and thirty hour game. Yeah, like it is a, it is it is a it is a monstrous, monstrous game, and it is. I don't. How long was this in development? I I I'm not gonna lie. I was late to the party when I heard about twenty eighteen. I think. Okay, that track seventeen. Yeah. Four or five years in development. That yeah. makes a lot of sense with like how much like content and and here's the other thing I like about this game. Like Souls games are typically gross and yeah. Bloodborne's very gross. Sekiro, the parts I've seen so far, it's like it can it's, be gross. It has gross, yeah. This, this game has, this like has some gross. gross. It has some. I mean, it's also got beautiful, and it's, it's got like high fantasy. In fucking Stormvale, there, like I haven't gotten to it yet, but there's like a like a room where like all the arms are like getting like oh, chopped yeah. off and shit. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, because of the well, the the whole lore there, right, is that people are chopped like the the tarnished, which we are in this game. Yeah, are uh are basically hunted down. Chopped apart and grafted onto Godric. Yeah, that shit's and it's wild. fucking gross. Well, that that girl that you're mentioning earlier, like her dialogue is like super creepy. Where she's like, they don't want to be part of the spider, and like, yeah, you realize like what that means. It's what that like, means, oh, and what the God. implication is there. Yeah, it's because the implication. It's funny because I, you know, who knows like what level George R. R. Martin like actually wrote, but that like her dialogue sounded like something out of Game of Thrones. Like it was very like Martin. So- so I heard something interesting about that. I heard that George R. R. Martin was basically, uh, I almost said conscripted, but it's not conscripted, commissioned <laughs> yeah. uh, to, to create the world, but didn't write the story. He's like, yeah, here's I, the I, world. I believe that. I mean, he probably, like, from what I understand, like, he came up, he gave Miyazaki some ideas and then they went nuts with it, which I, yeah, they're like, yeah. they're like, they were like, expl- they were like, explore the space. Yeah, well, it's kind of like what you do when, like, I can't really think of like a like a, a example. Like, uh, this is a weird one, but I'll, I, it's the first thing I thought of. Like, remember Knights of Amalar, or however you say that game? Yeah. So, like, they hired Todd McFarlane to create all the monsters. King Kingdoms of Am- Kings of Amalar. Yeah, yeah, Kingdom, yeah. Kingdoms of Amalor. Amalor, yeah. Yeah. They hired Todd McFarlane to design all the monsters, but like he didn't have anything to do with like anything else in the game. It's like what they probably did with Martin. He probably gave him like an overarching idea and some other stuff with, uh, you know, character concepts, maybe the overall like lore of like certain things. But like the game definitely still feels like very Miyazaki, like the way it's put together. And oh yeah, um, yeah it's nuts. Let's talk about. Let's. I mean, the elephant in the room. Both of us are playing this on PC. Um, yes. This game has been lambasted on PC. Um, both of us are running pretty beefy rigs. Oh, um, 
I I have a 3060 Ti. What do you got? A 3070? I got a 3070 30, 30, and an i9. Yeah, you have a fucking killer rig. I, I'm more, I'm running a 3060 Ti and a Ryzen 9700. Yeah. Which is still pretty good. Not as good. Oh, that's as still a, no, that's still like that's top line specs. Your, like yours is yours yeah. is better. It's fine. You can say it. yours is it's better. Barely, barely, <laughs> barely. But but I think we, in some aspects the 3060 Ti outperforms the 3070. But what are you gonna do? But we both have very good machines. Yes. And we should run this game no problem. I I'm not gonna sit here and, and be as negative. Like I know PC gamers are classically very negative. It's like, oh my god, I can't run this in fucking unframed or un un uh what do you call it uh uncapped frame rates and all this other bullshit yeah, and yeah, yeah. the fov yeah, yeah. is too small like you know vinny about it i i have had some problems i'm not gonna lie some stuttering issues when i go into new areas uh, a few other little notes sometimes there's some frame drops but overall the game has played fine i haven't played anything that's like i haven't run into anything that's like game breaking and I don't know. PC players are just like this is unplayable. It's trash. It's I don't know who's saying that. Oh, like, the, inter- the internet. Well, I mean, I haven't been paying attention to those folks. So I'm gonna say this: I have come across a little bit of stuttering. Stuttering is pretty bad. It happens. Oh. I feel like whenever any something something new in the environment comes in, there is some amount of stutter, but it's not. It's minor to a little annoying. It's nothing more than that. It's not game breaking for me. No, at least when, when I'm experiencing it, I've had one. I've knock on wood. I've had one bug slash glitch happen where I was trying to mount my horse, and I, I like, I was going to get the souls I lost, and I know they're not souls, but I'm gonna keep saying it anyway. I, and there's the bonfires too, so it's fine. I, yeah, right. Yeah. So I go. I'm trying to go get my souls I lost. I jump on my horse. I summon it, I whistle, it does the jumping onto the horse animation. Mm-hmm. I freeze in midair, my horse never materializes. I sit there for the better part of like I don't know, a minute. And then my and then it's oh, like I you died. Seen, I haven't seen that yet. Oh, that's That's uh... happened to me one time. And you didn't have so you had souls still out there? Oh. I still got lost. Oh, that would kill me. Oh, that yeah. sucks. That I, you know, uh, zero out of 10 unplayable buying it on PS5. Yeah. yeah. Um, but other than that, apparently like, the I... PS5 version has all the same problems as a PC. So that's why oh, really? I, I haven't. I, you know, it's funny. Um, this is, this is something interesting, right? Cause I, while you have ignored the, the discourse uh, about the PC version, I am I... very engrossed in it. I don't know okay. why. And honestly, like, I listened to it so much, I was like, maybe I should just buy the game on PS5. And then I'm like, why? Why? It, it plays fine. Like, I don't have a problem. Like, this uh, is, I also this just, is not like... I, I also just kind of want to play my PS5, because I just got Well, it. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but this isn't like when, like... Like, okay. I bought This isn't Skyrim. Cyberpunk. This isn't... I bought Skyrim on PS4. Yes. Which, yeah. And that was effectively unplayable. You mean on PS3. I'm sorry, on PS3. I bought it on PS3, and it was basically because <laughs> it is confusing. It did also come out on PS4 because I have right. It on PS4. I think Skyrim's I'll... come out on like everything. Every ever. fucking. Co- I think it's on virtual. They retroactively put it on virtual boy. But I, I that was unplayable. Um, this is not. This is very playable. Yeah, it fun. is. I don't know. It's it's. I will say this for a game with this much hype. And for this big a launch with a huge online component, 
I think that there there are games that people laud that give up. There's games that have much worse launches that have had much less hate. Fucking every Bethesda game, like every right. Bethesda game, like let's, so. And let's, at the same time, like like you're saying, like I'm not paying attention to the hate. It doesn't do me. The hate doesn't do me any good. Like well, if people are shitting on it, like I I I can rate my. I've already purchased the game. I can rate my own experience, and I will say this: I've played this game. I've played this game so much since it came out on Thursday night that I feel like I've already gotten. Can, my, I've already you, got my money out of it. If you go to the systems, it'll show your hours. If okay, you go, all right, let's see. Go to system. system and then go to like where you're almost about to exit out of the game. Twenty-seven hours and nineteen minutes. Yeah, there you go. It's a lot. This game came out Thursday, and I have a job, and I have a and family kids. to take care of, and yeah. I sleep sometimes. I think. This game was already worth the price of admission. Like, I have no complaints about that. Are there complaints about the game? Sure. Yeah. But I am completely enamored by it, and I'm so, like, I know I want to play this again when I'm done. Like, if done done is even a thing. Well, because I don't even know if done's a thing. Well, because, like, I'm sure you have the same thing that I have, where it's like, I want to beat this, or I want to have some kind of almost clear playthrough so I can try a different play style with a different class. Like, I want to try Samurai out. I want to try yeah, one I of the magic... Closure, I want to try one of the magic classes. Like, you know, it, it's just... I don't know. This game is fantastic. And we're... You know, this was a kind of a rambling thing, but... Uh, real okay. quick, I don't understand the multiplayer at all. Okay, so here... I'm so here's a, lost... Here's... Here are here. I'm going to give multiplayer pro tips. And and real quick, took... pause, pause, real yeah. fast. I have encountered invaders, but they are not real invaders. They are like there's some areas where you come across like computer controlled. They're invaders. NPC. They're NPC invaders. And both of them owned my shit. They the kicked first time my I... ass. They kicked my. Did you fight that one guy that like infected bleed? I was like, oh yeah. my god. But I that... find, I've I've now managed to beat two of them. I beat two of them too. There, so there, maybe you know this. There's one guy. That's an NPC that you fight. He's right outside of Stormvale Castle, and he's in front of this like Coliseum thing. Have you fought mm-hmm. that guy? And there's a door behind him that won't open. And I'm like, what the hell is that about? I think I've lost to him. I don't think I've gone back to fight him now. Oh, that he I'm was good. a pain in the ass because he has this like hammer that like he like it, it, it causes like fire pools. Oh, oh man, he's oh, a wow. pain okay. in the dick. I beat him. But I got very lucky because I basically rolled past all his heavy attacks mm-hmm. and backstabbed the shit out of him. But it mm-hmm. took me like four or five tries. So so here's what it took to figure out multiplayer. It took no less than, I think it was two websites and three YouTube videos it's for me to actually confusing. understand what you're supposed to do. It's very confusing. Here is what you need to do for I'm those of you playing our, the home game. I'm listening. Uh, you need to, You need to have all of the following items. You need to have the uh, the tarnished furled finger if yeah. you want to join someone's game. And you get that right away. And you it's get a, that right away. It's a reusable item. It's not a consumable item. That is correct. Yes. Now, so let's say let's say I wanted to play in your game. Yeah. Right. Here's what I do. I go to my tarnished furled finger under multiplayer. I hit settings, and I set a group or a multiplayer password. If we have the same group and multiplayer password the game will prioritize us seeing each other's oh thing. you can't just you can't just invite friends but if you do this this is like the closest way you get to it right 
okay. would I would write down I, I need to talk to you on comms or something and say, hey, I'm writing it down near the entrance of the dungeon, right? Okay, right. Then you need to do you need to use a consumable item called a furl calling finger yeah, remedy. Which, which you can you can make once you get the um the crafting kit, it's it's a very easily crafted item. I think I have like 30 of them now. So here's the thing about that. The flowers, the early flowers to make it are yeah. everywhere. Yeah. They're incredibly plentiful. The crafting kit that you need to craft I, it. I is, bought it right away. I bought it from three is 300 souls. I'm yeah. gonna call it souls. 300 souls. Yeah. You can buy the fur calling remedies. Yeah individually from the same guy who says the crafting kit for a thousand souls a piece yeah so it is really just punishing you for not figuring this out as soon as i saw that crafting kit was available i bought it immediately i was yeah and then i found a bunch of recipe books for like different things that you can make so so then you get this disposable kit or this is you basically use this thing uh it lets you uh make you once you activate it then you can see my golden thing on the ground you walk up you activate it you say Oh, you want to invite Gogs? Okay. And then yeah. I come into your game and I can last until we get something done. Oh, uh, okay. So once we kill a boss, once we fell an enemy, once we do anything like that, I go back. I get sent or I or or I die. Or you die. Yeah. You get sent back to your game or my game. Now, is there a way, because this was always a thing in Souls, because I used to do this, I used to do this in Bloodborne a lot, because I would I would just want to grind. Is there a way to just put down your sign so random people can just pick you up and yes. put you in your game? Yeah. There's a, there's a way to do that. You can just make yourself open to the public. I think of those things that look like crutches. Yeah. The I think sites, that's one way of doing it. That's the sites of America or whatever, Myria or something. Yeah. And then there's also, I think there's an item, like a blue ring or something like that, which lets you uh, basically put out an all call like, anybody who needs me, I'm in. Oh, okay. Because I, I do like doing that because it's usually like usually high reward, low risk because it's a lot easier to like aggro when you're in a game with like three people and you get yeah. those those souls or whatever. I've never I have not had the nerve yet to play with strangers, mostly because I, I hate strangers. I wouldn't mind playing with you if we could figure it out. I'm I'm I'm, I'll, I'm happy to play with you. Yeah. Um, Just because I want to get more stuff. But you're like a lot higher level. Well, I guess it doesn't really matter. I wonder well, if the, you want yeah. If you, the enemies if you want, scale, I guess they don't. They don't. Yeah. No, they're just gonna just beat the dick out of you. Yeah, eventually, yeah. eventually you're gonna be better than some of them. Yeah, but true. you're never gonna be better than all of them. No, no. But and uh, everything in this game stays deadly, and I love it. How they, should, I'm, I'm, I think we should we should wrap this up, but I just want to put out like for those of you listening, if you made it this far like one or two last little just tidbits of knowledge yeah uh if you see a golden erd tree anywhere either a sapling or a big big old erd tree in this game go to it it'll be worth your while so i saw i saw i came across in the misty woods i don't remember yes. it was very easily thing right it looked like a like a branch it looked it was golden gold- like erd tree and then yeah. i clicked on it and it like it like a spirit like walked to where I think the map was. Have you seen that? So fun facts about this: the map markers. Yeah, they you, you can, can sort of you can sort of see them even oh. when you haven't revealed that part of the map yet. Yeah, they're like these towers. You're talking about these things that look like candelabras, right? Yeah, yeah, you know. And I'm then you follow about. a spirit, and he will lead. They will lead you to treasure. They will lead uh. you to a dungeon. 
they will lead you they're all over the place did you ever play ghost of, various things ghost of shusima yeah that, and right? then there's also there was a mechanic those, in that like that those weird long neck finger sister statues that if you light the little the if you light the candle in their hand that candle flame or smoke or whatever will lead off into the distance and point you to a dungeon oh, and once you beat that. the dungeon it snuffs out so then know you that. know that you've sort of completed the task the so it's the fingers i didn't even catch that i haven't seen one of those I... so if you if you're running around the world you're going to mm-hmm. see typically popped up on top of hills mm-hmm. you're going to see these sort of creepy statues like the this hunched over thing with a long neck kind of leaning forward with its hand out and a candle uh-huh. if you if you activate that candle it will turn on this blue light and point you to a dungeon oh, and okay. then uh and then and it will also remain it will persist on your map to remind you oh. hey you found this and you never you never got resolution until you actually complete the dungeon huh okay that's good to know um other quality of life things in this game that i really like is the fact that you can mark the map and and like like put like symbols on it to say okay come back here or do this or do that um every church that i've found almost every church and the, there's churches all over the place carry have sacred tears i think yeah that help you upgrade your flasks yeah i've come across i think i have three of those that i've come across yeah, and, and this game is like, it's kind of like Skyrim in the sense that when you see something out in the distance, if you just head that direction, odds are you're going to find a way to get there at some point. And it's really rewarding yeah. to be like, because the draw distance is so good, you can kind of just see forever. And you're like, oh, I'm going to go find this or that. And it's just, it's marvelous. I love yeah. it. It's it's a really cool game. And it's really, I don't know, I think I, I told this to you. Um, the other day, or maybe I, I didn't, I can't remember, but like, this is a game that, and I, I think you've made fun of me for this before, but there's certain games where I like refuse to play them unless I have like hours to play them. And this mm-hmm. is one of those games, like for me, like pl- coming home from work and playing this game for two hours seems like really unfulfilling. Like I need a whole day to just play and play and play. Cause I don't want to stop. I don't want to, I don't want to feel like I have to rush. I want to just take my time and do what yep. I want. And like, I, I will say one thing that, I mean, I guess it makes sense because you could cheese it. But one thing I was kind of disappointed by was that the bosses like in the minor dungeons don't respawn. Cause I wanted to see like how I'd fare against like the first guy I fought now that I'm stronger, but they don't come. Oh back. yeah. I was like, Oh, I was kind of hoping they'd come back like, but whatever. It's fine. Cause like, I don't know. I guess I was thinking more like, like in most open world games, they respawn the bosses. Like I think in, in Borderlands, they respawn all the. Bosses. Oh, Borderlands, you could farm the bosses all day long. And I guess do they respawn the bosses in Skyrim? I feel like they do. Oh yeah, yeah they do. Um, some I'm of them, like confident. the minor bosses, not like the big story bosses, but right. Anyway, Elden Ring is fantastic. It it feels like a, the culmination of all of the From games. Like it's and they took they took a big swing, and it's paying off, man. Yeah, it's fantastic. I like. I, I, I eagerly await them patching some of the the minor PC problems, but like, I love it. The game looks great. I have. I'm having a blast playing. I can't like, right? Like, this is not. I'm gonna be a like. I'm like. I have absolutely no regret in purchasing this game. I absolutely love it. I think it's wonderful. Yeah, it's it's fantastic, and it's gorgeous. Like, and it's beautifully scored, and. 
like the art, the music, it all works. Yeah, the world is fantastic. The world building is and tremendous. And while it's very similar to a lot of their other things, it still feels different. Like it doesn't feel like Dark Souls. Like it's not. It, it doesn't feel derivative. It feels like it took like some of the best pieces yeah. of some of the other games, and we're like, well, we're just gonna put them all together. Well, and like, then it took it took elements that they've never tried before. Like they don't. They've never had an open world game. They've before. never had a day night cycle either. And, like, they, and they're nailing it. They're absolutely I think, nailing. It. I think you said it. Whereas like there's a lot of like pretty vistas and stuff. Whereas like Dark Souls is always like charred earth. Like yeah. every every time in Dark Souls, it's like literally the world is dying. I mean, that's usually the plot of that's those usually games. the plot, right? And like this one, even though like it is definitely after like the the shattering and the shattering wars are definitely like a catastrophic event. Like the world doesn't feel that way. Like there's like animals and there's all kinds of like wild shit. Have you run right. across a land octopus? Oh my god! The first time I came across that, like I was like, "What the fuck is that?" Oh, it's just one, like more, one more, one more of tentacles and unnoticed. yeah, it was like a flying spaghetti monster. But yeah, like, another pro tip for all of those kind of enemies in this game: mm-hmm. uh, once you get them beat down, they will fall to the ground typically. Yeah, and then it'll look like they're gonna like spit fire at you like they have like a little human they have like a little furnace going on in their face or something yeah that is your cue to walk oh, up yeah, the big and and punch him in the mouth well that that what you talk about that's their posture break they, yeah. every enemy in the game has some sort of posture break animation and that's there. and when you beat and when you fight the iron giants which i'm assuming you'll fight at some point yeah uh if you haven't already fought them it took me forever to figure this out you shoot them in the ankles or beat them in the ankles till oh, they. You mean like break. those like those like walking temple things? Yeah. yeah. No, no, not the walking temples. Like the big robot looking dudes. I haven't fought them yet. You you beat them. You can target you can target their chest or you can target their ankles. Target their ankles till they hit the ground, and then punch them in the chest once they hit the ground. Hmm. Okay. You will do just fine. Yeah, and the posture break thing, something the game doesn't tell you. This is something I've kind of learned on my own, and maybe it's because my character is, like, very strength-based, but, like, if you lay on heavy attacks, like, in succession, the posture break thing, like, they definitely seem to reward you for... Oh, yeah, they for yeah. Pummel, for punishing them, for pummeling, you're yeah. going to get you're gonna get knockdowns, yeah. and you're going to get posture breaks, and it's going to work out. Yeah, but anyway, the game's fantastic. I can't say it enough. Like, I fucking love it. I can't wait to play it more. I wish I didn't have to go to work every stupid day mm. so I could just play this game. I almost called out today, but yeah. somebody else called out before me when I woke up and I saw the text. I was like, well, I guess I got to come to work now. I'm going to say this, and we can, we can end with this, and this is, I can't give a much more ringing endorsement than this. Uh, this is like, the amount of enjoyment I'm getting out of this game and the amount of like playability and how much fun I'm having doing it. It's up there with borderlands two and three. Wow. Like it is, it is that much fun yeah. um, for me. And I am not in, and even with the punishing difficulty, it's not like I'm saying before you can engage with it. You can engage with the punishing difficulty when you choose to not, you're not forced to, and you yeah. gotta take your time. And also, you can take your time in a way that you have never been able to in a previous Souls game. And the punishing difficulty, again, is interesting. Like, it's not, it's punishing, but it's also, like, not it's without fair, its... fair, though. It's, it's not, not without cheap. its reward. Right. Um, but anyway. Uh, all right, I think that's that's going to be it for uh, our little video game chat. This was fun. Yeah. Very unstructured, but I hope everybody enjoyed it. Um, we'll talk about more video games if people want us to. 
The next thing yeah. Gogs and I will probably be obsessed with is the next Borderlands game that's coming out next month, I think. Uh, see, I don't know how. See, here's what I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to deal with that because I know I will be done with this. You know we're playing point. the new Borderlands, though. How are we going to miss know. a new Borderlands game? How are we going to miss it? Uh, that will how launch, am I going to miss it? That will probably launch Silky Smooth on PC because they seem it to probably really, will. They seem to really love their PC ports. But uh, anyway, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, again, thanks Nate for coming on the show. That was a lot of fun. Um, yeah. I'd like to to just talk about video. The fu- the funny thing is about video games is that, and I know you're very much like me. Like I end up playing like one video game at a time. <laughs> so like I don't really like unless it's like the hot game, which it is right now. We can talk mm-hmm. about like we could have talked about Cyberpunk for a while because I played. Oh the I, shit I, yeah, out of Cyberpunk. That game. Yeah, I could. We should we should maybe come back and like you, uh, ref- reflect on video games. I would love to reflect on Cyberpunk because I am a uh, a die in the wool. That is the right. The right I'm a, I, I the best I, I can love that. Is, game. I'm a cyberpunk apologist. Like I really really love it. Despite I, yeah, in, I in, and and you know what the kid said? Like I didn't. I wasn't paying attention to all the hate and bullshit about this game. And maybe I didn't think about it till just now. Maybe it's because of my experience with Cyberpunk. Because yeah. everyone was dunking on that game, I and I it. was like, I had a great time. You should go back and play it now. They've they added a whole bunch of shit, and it it's like it's really good. Like they've rebalanced like a lot of the game. the The shooting mechanics are different now. The AI is better. They redid the whole skill tree. The crowds react like they they did a whole bunch of shit. It's definitely well, worth awesome. diving back in. Um, to, to, uh, talk about another game that I beat three times, which I yeah. never did. I love that game. But yeah, uh, anyway. Time. All right, everybody. Uh, you know the drill. Eat your own ass and uh, become an Elden Lord. Do uh, it. And graft arms onto your ass. Yeah, put more arms on your arms and ass. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right. Good bye night. Bye. Good night, everyone. <laughs>